Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Midnight Podcast. Relax and enjoy the show. Thank you. Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, nothing. Just kind of relaxing after dinner at a <laughs> feast. <laughs> That's good, man. That's good. Did you? Uh, did your mom actually uh, get a chance to settle down and cook some food, or was it just a family get together, or what's up? Oh, we uh, just family and friends. Oh, that's good, man. That's yeah, good. we uh, went out and caught some fish today. So we had fish, hush puppies. My mom was able to get a bunch of lobster, so we had lobster. That's um, good, man. That's good. Some fresh it food. Is That's amazing, <laughs> dude, man. Hey, man. I just want to say once again, thanks for uh, for that little uh, present. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's you can do whatever you want with it. If you need to help out with bills or something, you can use some of that or. Put it all towards the podcast, whatever. Just wanted to help you out, and um, so yeah, I appreciate you it. What, you do what you want with it. I appreciate it, man. Uh, yeah, that means a lot to me. That uh, that you know, you're looking out for me for that, man. Uh, like I said, man. I mean, you know, times were a little tough, you know, with the whole gel thing and whatnot. So I was just like, man, yeah, this could have came at a better time. So. I mean, it is what it is, but it, it, you know, I like I said in uh, like I said in the text earlier, man. I, it's sad that stories like that don't don't, and it's happening all over. But it's sad that stories like that get you know sideswept, you know, where it's like there's people helping people in this time, and they don't even see it, they don't even care about it. So yeah, yeah I'm just lucky that I ran into you at the time that I did in my life, where it's like. <laughs> It's like reassuring to know. I'm like, no, it's just everybody's eyes is on a small population of people that are fucking it up for everybody. But at the end of the day, man, you know, majority of us are just still good people looking out for other people. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, um, well, I got a job. Yeah? Yeah, I got a uh, job up in Wilmington um, working for a company. They make... um boxes uh like storage bins and stuff that holds uh nuclear waste nuclear material and stuff and uh they do a lot of business over in um uh, eastern europe and stuff traveling so you think you're gonna no, be traveling I won't, I, won't, I won't be traveling they just they do a lot of their business over there because there's still a lot of places over there are still running uh n- nuclear reactors and stuff over there and How'd you come so, across something like that? It's they needed people, and um, and I actually looked into the the uh, place, and they needed welders. I mean, I'm not making what I was making in Ohio, but um, I took my weld test, and um, usually they were they run twelve to fourteen bucks an hour. The guy uh, saw my weld test. He goes, "Dude, I'll give you 15. Oh wow! Um, I said cool 
uh, when do I start? And he's like, well, we got to do your background check. Yeah. And then you're going to have to do a drug test. Yeah. The background check could take a week, maybe two weeks, depending. So I was like, okay. So, um. So you're in the door. You're just waiting for them to yeah, do their I'm in part. The door. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. cool, brother. That's cool to hear, man. That's good. Yeah, man. I mean, the fact that, you know, you, you're finding work out there, man. That's that's reassuring to me, man, is that, you know, it ain't all bad out there, man. No, it's not bad. It's just it's just hard, especially with all this COVID crap and all that. God. Um, I had another phone interview, but it was like for, I think it was like a staffing company mm-hmm. that was based out of Raleigh. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, in the place, uh, it's close to Raleigh, but I was like, I would have to pick up and move again. Mm-mm. Um, the only good thing is I got a sister that's uh, close to Raleigh. Maybe yeah. they can let me stay till I'm able to find an apartment or something. Okay. But now with this job in Wilmington, it's only like a 40 to 45 minute drive north. That's it. So. Okay, so um, not too far from what you from the family and all that, so that's good. Yeah, man. and it keeps me close to the beach and stuff. I really don't want to leave the beach. I mean, <laughs> I enjoy it, and it's like today. I mean, how we went out and caught basically dinner, dude, for tonight. Yeah, yeah, and it was just, um, it was fun. Yeah. So and uh, and we got a shitload of fish left over. Um, that we didn't cook. So we got a whole big old bag of fish, bunch of big fillets. So I was like, man, that'll be. Dude, to be honest with you, I'd rather. Three more dinners. <laughs> I, re- I would have rather you sent that to me. <laughs> dude, 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 I can figure some fresh to, fish. Huh? Uh, like freeze dry it to where and then ship it to you. But I'd have to. Work that out, figure. Because you, you got to find a place that does that, and then you're able to ship it. Dude, yeah, uh, oh, it'll come, it'll come. If not, man, come and visit, man. You know you're always welcome, man. Oh, that's not even a question, dude. I've I've been thinking about that. Um, ever since the last couple of times we've talked, and you've always sat there and was just like, "Hey, man, just come on up, man. You know, you know, you got a spot if you come." And I've been really thinking about it because I mean, people are just crazy and. You know, how you've been talking about how, like, the beach is calming and peaceful out there. I'm like, man, that... It's, okay, it's, it's calming, but you gotta, you got to think, you still deal with the locals, yeah. the shitty drivers. Yeah. But but the thing you need to realize is you're on beach time, dude. You're you're here to kind of just chill out, relax, um, and it's, it's not bad. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is uh, I mean, there's jobs out there. It's depending if... If you still want to do the podcast, you can still get a job. I mean, there's tons of jobs. Dude, they're screaming for people uh, that are, that want to work local. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's restaurants here. There's, I mean, there's a lot of shit here. Um, you just got to find what you want to get into. That's what took me a while. I was trying to figure out what I wanted to get into. Yeah. Because I didn't think I was going to be able to find a welding job, and and lucked out though. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's always like marketing and shit, and 
uh, and a bunch of other stuff down here, dude. So it's oh, I've been whatever, thinking. dude. I mean, it's and the thing too is if you come and get a good job, we'll just get a place. Yeah, we'll just rent a place. Yeah, yeah. So, I and you don't have to worry about dinner. <laughs> you got fresh fish. If that's what you enjoy, I mean, you get shrimp. I mean, yeah. I'm not talking the small shrimp, big ass shrimp. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm talking ones that are bigger than your thumb. Oh, oh yes, oh yeah, yes. I'm talking jumbos, jumbos, and I got the hookup on those too. I, I was just about to ask if you got a hookup or something on that. <laughs> oh, I do, man. I oh. do. So does my mom. So. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, man. and it's uh, and it's just it's cool, dude. You, and you just start net networking with people and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of these people, they're just really. I mean, they're just really good people. Yeah. Um, you get sometimes you get your kind of rich snobby people. Yeah, of stuff, course. But, of course. Um, but a lot of these people, they're just dude. They're just like a. They're trying to make a living. Um, like I joined the VFW, I'm a life member, so I go in there and bullshit with those guys. Nice, nice. Um, and uh, uh, a lot of guys are Vietnam vets and Korean vets, and so there, there's some younger guys. But hell, I think I'm the youngest guy so far to join. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, um, that's good that you found a VFW out there. That's actually that's actually surprising. Yeah, I mean, there's they're they're kind of struggling a little bit yeah. especially with this whole COVID thing. Yeah. Um, they're still making money and still thriving, and um, it's it's a real nice uh, VFW. They have a nice little cantina. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's how you can stand in a parking lot and see the ocean. <laughs> That's how close it is. So it's cool, man. It's it's a nice little town. That's good, man. So, but I mean. It's, Again, if you need to make a change, you need to get out of there, dude. You're more than welcome. Yeah, I know, man. I always appreciate that, man. So, and my mom said, because I, I told her what was going on and everything, and she goes, man, he needs to get the hell out of there. I said, yeah, <laughs> it's on him. I mean, he's, he's uh, uh, he'll have to do what he can yeah. or what he wants to do. I said, I mean, I can't twist the man's arm and say you need to come down here yeah no you just do what you want man yeah man and the thing too is like you've been networking with the podcast there's tons of local businesses and stuff um so it's i think i think that and once again when you first offered it to me like uh when you first went down there i think that was before i even went to jail or anything and um I think I was still working at that time, and uh, I re- and it's just been on the back of my head. You were when you were like, "Hey, man, once I sell the house, man, if you got if you need a new fresh start," and I and it's kind of like been an ace, and it's kind of been like my hidden ace card for right now. Like, okay, if shit really does hit the fan in my life, I I do have a plan B in all this. Like, it, it doesn't have to just end here in Texas. So, well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, you got. You have Fayetteville, mm-hmm. that's a big city, but it's more inland. Then mm-hmm. you have Wilmington to mm-hmm. the north. Mm-hmm. You have Myrtle Beach to the south. Yeah. Um, and Myrtle Beach is booming. It keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's a little too big for me, but if you were comp- 
driving down there. It's not a bad drive. But um, that's I heard a lot of people when when I was still uh, well, I guess when we were still both living up in Ohio in our younger days. I, that was like a big hot spot. I, it's kind of like um. Texas's version of uh, Padre Island, if you will, is it still like a big yeah, party scene? Well, it is, man. It's it, uh, it's gotten so big. I mean, it's just, and they keep building and building and building and building. Um, that means if you like water parks, mm-hmm. everywhere you turn, there's water parks and there's putt putt places. At mm-hmm. fucking everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, there's some big ass water parks, um, but there's. A lot of places to eat, a lot of bars down there. Um, so it's, and then in turn, they're building more stuff. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Wilmington's pretty, it's, it's not bad. Um, downtown, I hear, can be just a little bit rough at times. <laughs> yeah. Because of crime and stuff. But um, on the outskirts, they say it's not bad. So, and then the uh, VA is up there, mm-hmm. but there's also satellite uh, VAs. Like, there's one that's um, close to us. I think it's about 15, 20 minutes away. So, like, I got to call the VA Tuesday and see if I can get an appointment with a new primary care provider. Because yeah. um, I would at least like to just get a physical done. So, you still have but, your uh, you still have your VA card and all that, right? Yeah, mine doesn't expire till twenty twenty three. Yeah, I was gonna say why why even why even go through all that? Shouldn't you just be cool or? Fuck no, dude. VA's <laughs> fucked up. Man. Well, yeah, that is the VA. <laughs> no, they were. Uh, I drove up there with my mom, mm-hmm. and they were like, "No, you have to have an appointment." I said. Uh, we're trying to work new. We just moved here. We want to switch, be able to see a doctor down here. And my mom had some medications that she had to get filled. Yeah. That she was getting through the VA. Um, but dude, with this whole COVID thing, it fucked everything up, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it's, I mean, they were like, well, we'll take your name and all that. And like my mom, I think they said she wouldn't be able to, get a primary care provider appointment until February. That's how booked up they are. The she fuck? Was like, no. She's like, no. Um, February? She goes, yeah. Oh, God. Dude, it's, dude I'm, I'm waiting to get my ID. I had to schedule a appointment, and I lucked out, and they had an opening. Um, dude, the... Uh, uh, DMV is fucking mm. ridiculous, man. Mm. Like mm. here, which is weird. Mm. Like in Ohio, you would go to the DMV and you can get your license and registration. Mm-hmm. In North Carolina, you have to go to one place to get your license, and then you have to go to another place to get your registration done. Why is that? Well, it's just it's fucking. This is North Carolina, dude. They do everything <laughs> ass backwards. <laughs> and if you have a vehicle, you have to get in, get it inspected every year. Every year? I think it's every year, yeah. Oh, man. I was going to say, I know in Texas, it's, you know, every, it's like at least every, you have the option between every year or every two years, depending on 
if you're willing to pay a little bit more. But, well, um, I don't know. They might have that option. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, I was like, I was like, dude, Ohio didn't do that shit at all, man. Yeah. And it was like, they did away with those inspections because, um, I didn't know that. They found out that the guys that were doing the inspections were fucking rigging it. Well, that and makes sense. They was making more money. That makes sense, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, that's what you want, dude. If you decide you want to come, um, and you do decide to come, I'll start looking for places uh, to rent. Well, I think I think the time is. I'm kind of. It's kind of like what we've been talking about, like basically for the past year. Like everything we've talked about, like in current events, have slowly come to like realization, and I I think the talking path that we've been going on, I feel like North Carolina should, could be in the near future, but I don't want to, it's not that I'm hesitant. Right, I understand. Yeah, it's kind of like, I'm just waiting for that moment where I'm just like, okay, this is the time I use that card. Because I have, because well, I, I mean. But at the same time, as I don't want you to, sorry to interrupt, I just, I don't want you to get to the point where something happens, you get, Put back in jail for something stupid, mm-hmm. and then it's just completely it just fucks everything up. Yeah, and yeah. then you're at that point where it's like you're not even able to leave. Yeah. <laughs> well, the big thing is, is because I got a court date coming up it, since I bonded out, and it's essentially um, it's, it's just another hearing. Either they're pretty much trying to scare me and say, okay, you can either go back on probation for this stuff, even though I went through hell and fucking, it was a fucking gulag, but I mean, they essentially are giving me two options. Either scare me and say, oh, well, this charge is going to go on your record and stuff like that. I'm like, I already got a DWI. This ain't going to scare me. Like, that's, I mean, in time, time is going to show itself and it's going to be a minor pot possession charge. Like, I'll, I'm okay with that. My my record's already dirty. It's not you're you're not scaring me, dude. And I think that's what scares me more is that I think if I go in there and say something to that extent, I'm not gonna be snooty about it. You know me. I'm be respectful. Yeah. Like you know, hey, I'd rather just have it on my record and just call it an end of and just go on with my life. But I feel like because of the times and COVID fucking everything up. The only two options I see out of this is either they're going to dismiss it or they're going to try to they're going to try to put me in the situation where I might have to pay my debt to society because of the fact that most places are broke and you know jail being a jail also being a sort of a business of a sort I feel like, you know, they might use jail time to try to get more money out of me and my family again. So that's... Yeah, but the thing is, is that it, it makes more sense if, if you get the right judge. I mean, you've done more than enough time. Yeah. More than should be. Yeah. And they really should look at that and say, hey, I'll eat. You got stuck here for ten days before yeah. they even transferred you over to where you needed to go. 
Um, I would hope the judge would say, you've already served. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to dismiss this. That's what I'm hoping, bit. too. But, I mean, it's no one Texas, dude. Some of these Texas judges, they don't give a fuck. No. They can't say it. <laughs> so, and it's, but you would think that they would look at the everything that's going on and be fair. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing that I would stress is, it would just be like, Your Honor, I've spent 10 days at a location before they even transferred me to mm-hmm. where I needed to be going. Um, it's, I'd say one thing, dude, if they put you back in jail, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Man, it's, it's stupid. I mean, do you man. have a lawyer already set up or are you going with? Because of the situation, because of the fact that I lost my job while I was in jail. I pretty much had to succumb to getting a court-appointed attorney, i.e. it's just another prosecutor for the state that says that they're working for you. And and the way he made it sound like was he was trying to work it out to where it was in the state's favor, which obviously I wouldn't blame him. He works for the state. So he was saying, you know, I would rather, you know, we're going to try to work it out to where you can get back on probation. But he was kind of shocked when I told him what I told you. I was like, why not just take the hit? And he's like, well, this is going to be on your record or, and it's going to be on there and, you know, it might be harder for you. I was like, dude, and I didn't tell him that, but I was in the back of my mind. I was like, dude, I already got a DWI on my record. I, I've, I was, I've been fine since then. Like, this isn't like I was selling drugs or anything. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like. No, it's almost like they're blowing this up more than it needs to be. I don't know why. And they, and they found ways to keep you in the system. Exactly. You're more important to them in the system than you are out of it. So. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. Yeah. And. I don't. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I mean, just <laughs> try to just do the best you can. I mean, I um, I'm not worried about it as far as it is with what's going forward. I just feel like if this was a regular time, this conversation would probably be short. It'd have been like, yeah, I'm just gonna go in there, tell them, just put it on my record, and you know, they'll either dismiss it or just make me have time served, and you know. Yeah. yeah, but these aren't normal times, and you know people are getting desperate financially, and that goes for the courts too. You know, with everybody talking about defunding the police and crap like that. So I, I feel like, I feel like for some odd reason, this they're just because they're humans too. They got to make food, or they got to eat food and put you know, uh, food on the table and pay bills too. So I'm thinking, either they're trying to play hardball with me. Or, and they're going to try to finesse it in a way to, like you are saying, where they're going to try to keep me in the system. Or they're going to try to scare me to where, because that was the first mistake. Like I said, like, the first mistake was, I know that they didn't have a case against me. And the lawyer at that time kind of emphasized that. But it kind of scared me how he said he would have to prove beyond, you know, shadow of a doubt that it, it that this situation was mine and, you know, the, the weed was mine, the car 
wasn't you know like like I was aware that that weed was in there, and they had no proof or anything. So I was just like, well, I don't want to bring anybody else involved with this. And looking back at it, that was stupid. I should have fought it all the way, but now I feel like because I pleaded no contest, that's essentially the part that a lot of people don't understand is that that's that's an omission of guilt to to the courts even though you sat there and said you know there's no contest like i'm not gonna say whether it's mine or not i'm just gonna say you guys do what you will and they automatically say okay so you must be guilty when we can't prove that you're guilty but you must be guilty so it's if that's already on the record and i've already uh and at that time i did everything and that's what i'm hoping too is that the probation at the time even though it was like three years ago, I can't believe I'm fighting the case from three years ago. Like, if if that doesn't hold water in this situation, then I don't even know what's the point in probation. Like, what was the point in all that? Like, it's it's supposed to prevent me from going through what I went through. I went through it, and now you guys are trying to tell me to go back into it. Like, I know it's, I'm, and that's what's, that's it's not even scary it's just frustrating and that's the reason why i'm so uh, hesitant that's why the judge needs to look at it and saying this is charged three years ago yeah you're just now throwing and getting him again for this it sounds like somebody messed up somewhere paperwork might have been done wrong or something yeah and you and he needs to look at what you what time you served in jail before you even transferred to the other jail, he needs to look at that, too. Mm-hmm. And he needs to put that into account. I mean, it's, if it's a good judge, he should just fucking dismiss it and say, you've already time served. Oh, well. Okay. See ya. Bye. It's just a waste. It's a waste. I think it would be just a waste for that even going into his court. No, I'm still here. I'm just... Oh, okay, sorry. It's, it's <laughs> long silence. I was like, oh, crap. No, I was just trying to... I, I... know. It's, I know it's frustrating because you don't know the out, what the outcome is going to be. Yeah. And and that's what would stress me out because I don't know what the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. And, and it's something that is basically out of your control. Yeah. That's the frustrating you're the part. Mercy, you're at the mercy of the courts, pretty much. That's the now. frustrating part. And it shouldn't... And I'm the one that... To me, to me it's, just, it's ridiculous that they kept you out of jail for 10 days. Lied to your parents. Oh, we don't, we don't have him. We don't know where he is and everything. And then when you, when you finally got transferred, then they were able to, to locate you. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's, That's something that <laughs> I would... If I could, I'd tell the judge that. I, I would tell your lawyer, if you got that too, and saying, this is what happened. <sighs> if they don't hold that into account, then the judicial system is totally messed up. Well, I think it's already messed up. I just think it's... Well, I know. I mean, but it's, if that's if they look at that and they don't even hold that in account, they don't hold that jail 
accountable for what went on. I mean, it's, I mean, it's, I understand that they're going to look at what you said and then compare it to what they say. And a good 90% of the time, they're going to go to jail and say, we're going to go in favor of you because what he's saying is bullshit. But the thing is, is if there's paperwork and everything showing that you that you stayed there for 10 days before they even transferred you, that should be put as evidence yeah. that... I mean, I would. If I was a lawyer, that's what I'd look at. I'd be like, and, then, and I would bring that to the judge's attention. Well, it shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't keep somebody against their will for 10 days, and they weren't even transferred. Yeah. And then when their family's looking for them, you flat out lie. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucked up. I know it's fucked up when you hear it from, you know, when you've seen it from your side, but from my side, it, I understand it now. Like I, like that, that's what broke the system to me. Like, I'm like, okay, I lived it. Like now I know for a fact, like the system is broken and it was beyond, it was, like I said, it was beyond race. It was just, okay, this isn't race. This is greed. This is just greed. Like this country is broken because no one has money, so everybody's using any excuse to get money, any way, sort of place, or how. And, and, and I feel you're, you're putting these elaborate, big ass bonds on people. They yeah. can't afford to pay it. Exactly. And then what are you going to do? You're just going to keep them prisoner because they can't afford to pay it. What is? I don't understand what they're trying to achieve by doing that. They're trying to keep the status quo, man. They're trying to just put the thumb on our necks and say, this is America. This is the price you pay to be a citizen in America. America is the highest prison population. Yeah. In the whole world. Yeah. Out of the whole world. Yeah. We we imprison more people than any country. Mm, mm, mm. And the thing is, they really need to go through and look at it and say, this is what's going on and this is what we need to do. I mean, it's, it's a broken system. Yeah. But at this point, you have to, uh, I mean, basically just pray and hope that they look at everything, everything that's gone on. So we'll see, man. Yeah. I think, uh, I think at the end of the day, man, I mean, it's just, it's just a good chance to you know, clear my head talking to you and like, like I said, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't be telling this to somebody else unless I felt like they had my best interest in mind. And I know you do, man, but I mean, at the same time, it's one thing to look from the outside in. It's another thing when you're inside of it, fighting it. And the only things I see happening personally is, and I, I, and I, and I'm thankful that, what the cop that transferred me, um, he was telling me how messed up it was. He was like, dude, like when I was telling him essentially the same story, he was like, dude, you just got caught at the wrong time in the wrong, you know, in the wrong time of history because San Marcos is rather liberal nowadays compared to when I got caught. It was a little bit more small townish, a little bit more conservative. And, yeah. um, you know, I, I, even though it was less than, you know, 
two grams, you know, enough for a joint. Um, they, they were just sitting there and, and it wasn't even mine. It was, you know, I had, I had partaken in, you know, some, you know, activities with it, but I mean, like, as far as like, just actually uh, smoking like and driving. By yeah. Association. yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Dude. No. You can be as clean as can be, be as innocent. Yeah. And they're going to, and they're going to fucking lay into everybody in that car. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, is, I mean, it's, it, it could be just as weird as some, you're riding with some guy and you don't know that he's packing heat. Yeah. And he just killed some guy uh, an hour ago. Yeah. Or was in a robbery or something. You're all going to jail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just the way it is. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is, it's so hard to prove that, um, but you're innocent, and 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 that's what's so hard. And it's it's almost one of those. It's uh, nowadays you got to know who you're hanging out with. Yeah. Unfortunate. I mean, it's like it's like some of the guys we used to hang out with back in the day, dude. When when we were in high school. Yeah. Because you know how Zach had everybody and their mother at his house. Yeah. Dude, there were some shady guys. Yeah. Hanging around. <laughs> I wouldn't hang around with. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, uh, what's his name that was crushing pills in the back of my car and snoring them off of a binder? Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Me I'm I was like, dude, I was like, get the fuck out of my car, dude, idiot. Yeah. I can't, I can't remember his name. I think it was his name, Josh, or... Johnson, I think. No? I, I don't know, it was... It I remember was, the was, incident, though. I remember yeah, that, yeah. And he was like, he was like, what, man? I was like, dude, that's, you're dumbass, dude. I said, if that shit's even in my car, I said, I'm going to jail. Yeah. And most likely, I'm going to be going to jail for a long time. And then when I get out, I'm killing you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I told, that's why I told Zach, I was like, dude, I said, I can't hang around you anymore, man. I said, I can't hang around these people. Yeah. Because I don't know half these people, man. I don't know their backstory or anything. Yeah. So. That was a crazy bunch of great, crazy. And you know, now that you bring that up, man, it's more, it's not surprising why kids act the way they do, man, because we were, we saw it firsthand. I guess we were just kids at that time. It was normal to us, but now you see these kids run, running around shooting each other and whatnot. I mean, yeah, it's fucking crazy, but I, it's the way of the world now, you know, and, and yeah. I, I, I agree with you, man. It's, it's just the people that you hang out with that influence the things you do, man. And I think, I think that's the reason why I got so lucky as far as, uh, dealing with cops, man, because luckily I was fortunate enough to be wise enough to be like, okay, you know, two tone, two tone is a guy that I, that my dad always tells me to keep around, you know, like, you know, he, he, and I, and I do appreciate him sh showing love for you and be like, man, if anybody, if I trust anybody in that group of friends of yours, that, that Tony kid, that, that kid is probably the kid you want to be around. And he was, he's proving me right years later. And I was like, man, dad, like, yeah, he was one of the best friends I got, man. He's, he was, he's always been there. So, I mean, I don't know if you yeah, ever knew that, but uh, yeah. 
Yeah, he always had a nose for you. He's like, man, if there's one kid I would, I, I, I do like the most out of him is that Tony kid. I was like, man, okay. So, yeah, he, he just knew you were more mature than the rest of us. So. <laughs> well, I just, I think my maturity was based on growing up around uh, older people and hanging out with older people, the older generations. And yeah. Stuff. Yeah. So I knew how to be, and <laughs> but it's just nowadays it's nobody, man. They let these kids go wild. And yeah. Now you see what what goes on. Yeah. Yeah. So. People are paying for it. People are paying for it, dude. But yeah, man. I mean, I, I do appreciate you talking to me, man. It, it does put things in perspective because, like I said, man, like. When I got your letter, man, I was just thinking about certain things, and I was thinking about the court date coming up and stuff like that. And that's the reason why I told you I was going, I was going to put it towards you know building the business and the podcast and stuff like that because I was like that's the most positive thing I got going. And at, with that, I came in with a mission. It wasn't to make money; it was to help those who've helped me, and then use that influence to help others, kind of deal. So. I mean, I do appreciate it, man, and you know it's oh, no problem. You know, it's something that I, I plan on returning a bigger investment. You know, as in the near future, do you know my plans about what I want to do and who I want to include, including yourself? So, I mean, I mean, like I said, man, I just wanted to call and tell you thank you, and you know, I hope you're doing all right out there. I know you do, and congrats on the job, man. I, I, I'm i happy that you found something for yourself. And, well, I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, man, thanks for just being a good friend, man. Thank you for always, uh, thank you for always just being there, man. You know, at the drop of a hat, man. Not a lot of people like you exist anymore, man. No, it, dude, it's, you've been a good friend to me, too, so at least I can do to help you out. Yeah, man. Well, uh, you get back to your family, tell your mom I said hi, and, and I'll give you a call sometime later. We'll work on the podcast some more or something. I, but, um, yeah, definitely before I release it. <laughs> but I just wanted to call and just let you know, man, that uh, I, I, I'm thankful. And thanks again, man. Well, no problem. Yeah, man. Uh, but, well, I will talk with you later, man. All right, man. You take care, man. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.
Thank you for listening to tonight's episode. Right now you are hearing Marvin Gaye's What's Happening Brother from his 1971 album What's Going On. Before that, you heard the song Wheels of Fortune from the Doobie Brothers and their album Taking It to the Streets. Please take a moment to recharge your batteries and Dave Glover shall return shortly. Just getting back, but you knew I would War is hell When will it end? When will people start getting together again? Are things really getting better? Like the newspapers said What else is new, my friend? Besides what I read Can't find no work, can't find no job, my friend Money is tighter than it's ever been Say, man, I just don't understand What's going on across this land Oh, what's happening, brother? Yeah, what's happening? What's happening, my friend? Are they still getting down where we to go and dance? Will our ball club win the pennant? Do you think they had a chance? And tell me, friend, how in the world have you been? Tell me what's up. I want to know what's in. What's the deal, man? What's happening, brother? What's happening? What's happening, brother? Save me. What's happening, brother? What's been shaking up and down the line? I'm slightly behind the time. First and foremost, I'd like to give a shout out to Mystery Lady. Um, thank you for helping me out with the show tonight. It was my pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me. I would love for you to come back again sometime soon. If you got time, you help me out some more, introduce some other people, and hell, maybe even tell a story about me through yourself. I don't know. But uh, hopefully we have a lot more episodes coming up with you involved. Uh, so thank you. For contributing to the project. Uh, also want to give a deep shout out to my man Two-Tone, man. Uh, God, man. You, you got to find yourself a friend like that dude, man. That is a down man. That, that's, that's. You remember the last episode where I was just like. You know, I probably lived a more American life than you have. He ain't one of them cats. I, I guarantee he's probably more than likely lived a more American life than I have. Uh, and to have him in my corner and to soon 
have a podcast with my man uh, that we're both working on, uh, just to let y'all know. Uh, I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the podcast. I'm excited for, you know, other people that are going to be involved and more people you'll hear from. I told y'all I was, I'm, I'm tired of, I'm tired of being that nigga that's trying to tell y'all some shit, man. And I've, and it's not out of a high and mighty place. It's just, I, I don't understand why. I, well, I do understand why, but I just don't know. I've accepted that I I was trying to understand you all through trying to understand shit myself. And I still don't know what the fuck y'all are thinking, man. <laughs> y'all, are, y'all are crazy. And that's why I love y'all, man, because y'all... Y'all make life, y'all make life hard, and a hard life is a good life. Now we're all in this, you know what I mean? We all, but I, but I feel good once again giving y'all all these episodes to lay back on and just reference. That's all. I just want to be a reference to your life, man. I don't want to be the, you know. Be all end all. I just want to be that dude that you can relate to and just be like, damn, okay, it ain't just me. You know, uh, so shout out to them. Shout out to Mystery Lady. Shout out to Two Tone. Thank you for doing the show. I will have you back on soon. Uh, gotta, you just got to keep on trucking. You just got to. You just got to believe that things are just going to turn out right at the end. I think that's what I learned from this conversation, man. And I learned something with y'all tonight. Uh, Whatever it is that y'all learn, take that with you. Uh, But that's what I learned from the conversation myself is I just got to keep believing that it's just going to end. Is all this, whatever all this is, is going to end right, even if we go through some bullshit. Even if I have to deal with more bullshit, it's going to end right. So little faith in that. Uh, as the usual, if you got something you want to say qualms, you know, if you want to yell at me or applaud and congratulate me or talk shit to me or, you know, just chat with me. You know where to find me, Midnight Podcast Club at gmx.us. You can also you can also find us on Facebook uh, at Standard Labs MPO or www.facebook.com forward slash Standard Labs MPO. You can also find our asses on f- I already said Facebook, Instagram uh, at Standard Labs. You can find us, period, under Standard Active Laboratories. Got a lot of fun stuff. Got a lot of fun art on there. Uh, mainly, it's just revolving around this podcast. But I just want to use this podcast as the springboard and platform of a lot of other things that we have coming up, you know, within the next couple of months. We only got four months left in 2020. And I've been kind of just stacking a lot of projects uh, but I'm, I'm looking at this as like a foundational thing. Like, you know, all the episodes are free. 
you know, I will never charge. It's not going to be on premium Spotify or any subscription service. You know, that's why we're always asking for donations. It's always going to be that way. We are a nonprofit first. And our goal is to support other people's ambitions and dreams and uh, finance and fund them so that they don't have to deal with contractual uh, obligations of the sort. You know, we can just give you or whoever wants to be a part of this a chance to just earn their own keep, if you will. Uh, And the best way to do that and actually become, you know, a big part of this, like my man Two-Tone, is to donate at anchor.fm forward slash midnight podcast club. You'll have the option to support us through 99 cents, $1.99, uh, $9.99, You'll see it. You'll see it when you uh, log in and uh, throw what you will at it. It is a monthly subscription, so it's, it, it is. Uh, but you can cancel any time. Um, so, but once again, anything helps. We're all thankful over here. And on top of that, we are actually going to open up a merch and gift store uh, on the social web. So you ain't got the, I understand uh, COVID and, you know, people being antsy about being around other people. So I've, I've been thinking about this. Don't worry, I got you. I told you very first episode, I got you. There's people out here that's already lived this life and they already know how to live this life very well. I'm one of them cats. I I know how to live what everybody's already gone through. I've already gone through it. I've been going through it. I'm going through it again right now. Y'all heard it. It's just, uh, you know, a lot of y'all are rookies in this kind of uh, atmosphere. I've noticed that. But that doesn't mean y'all can't become pros. Y'all can't be vets. So, uh, I just want, I just want us all to, I just want us to win. You know, not only America, but you and whatever it is that you trying to do. I don't care if you in Beijing, China, or, you know, Kyrgyzstan or, you know, Botswana, Ecuador, the North Pole. I don't care if you just want all of us to win, I'm with you. That's that's where I'm at. I don't care what side you you on. If you just want to win, that's it. That's all I care about, man. You want to win? Shit, let's win together. How do how how are we gonna win together? You ain't got to hold my hand. Got to hold your hand. Let's stay out each other's way. But let's make sure that we we got something to where we interfunction and you know, progress as, as a society. You ain't got to like me. I ain't got to like you. I ain't trying to be liked. You ain't, but I do want better for all of us. And I hope that's what, how you feeling. Uh, yeah. 
Thanks again, Two-Tone. Thanks for hanging in there with me, man. I, I know you put up with... And there's a lot of other people that are going to be coming up in this uh, podcast. And you're going to hear similar stories like that. You know, just real-ass stories. Real-ass situations. You know, this is all 129% real. I have yet to tell you anything that's false. That's happened in my life or what I see or how I, what even even my opinions are true. Um, but there's more coming. So, you know, election is coming up. I'm excited about that. And outside of that, man. Lady. Girl, boy. Left, right, moderate, Republican, Democrat, conservative, liberal. No matter where you're from or what you support. Go take a fucking bath. All right. Good night, y'all.